check. Oh, there you go. Oh, we can do it. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Happy Monday from the crew here, which is just Amanda and I and Molly at Healthy Soul Radio. Yes. Um, yay. yay. <laughs> um, gosh, happy end of summer, I guess. it's uh, We're kind of winding down over here. Yes. <laughs> These headphones are giving me some issues. <laughs> They're really good accessories. We look hot for yeah, sure. Yeah, very cute. Um, so it's Monday and it's been really, really, really hot. And so I got really, really blessed that it was really hot and that Amanda's yes. air conditioning was broken in Bakersfield. And so I said, come stay with me for a couple of days. Yep. Um, but anyhow, we'll get we'll get into who Amanda is in a second. But I just wanted to welcome you. And if you're not already following Healthy Soul Radio on Facebook, go find us um, on Facebook and follow us there. And then on Instagram, yes. Healthy Soul Radio. My voice is already going. And I'm well, like, that just means I got to do more talking. It's yeah. Fine. Yes. Okay. Then Amanda, I'm really good at that. <laughs> Amanda can talk more. So. Um, so anyhow, so we're ending out summer and it's been super, super hot and I cannot believe that it's time for, well, Amanda's kids aren't school aged, but my kids are school aged and getting ready to go back to school. And, um, I registered one kid for college this week and, and, and got another, a car and I'm like, gosh, gosh. life moves fast. Well, and someone, I, I saw someone on Instagram say summer is so fun. Yeah. And so exhausting. It is. It is. It's the best time, but it's so exhausting because like. There's no schedule. Kids are up till 10 p.m., 11 p.m., yeah. and then sleeping in. And there's just, but it's, it's fun. It's yeah. just, I, you know, I'm ready. My son's going into TK, so oh, there is going to be so one cute. in school. Full-time, quote-unquote. Yeah, a little Ezra. And so. what does full-time in TK look like? Is I think it like it's 8 like 8.30 to 2. Yeah. Okay, got it. Oh, that's awesome. So I'm like, he gets to learn. I get to just... <laughs> only have two kids only two well then my other son zion i'm gonna put him in preschool for two days a week oh just because i'm like he needs to learn something and yes. with all that i do it's hard for me to like i want to just sit and play with my kids i yes. have like a schedule planned with them because yeah. otherwise it's just another thing to do and i don't want to feel like that yeah totally I, you know totally so. well my kids are teenagers so <laughs> her kids might stay up till 10 but my kids are like 12 one o'clock in the morning and then they want to sleep till you know oh dark 30 right it's crazy. It's crazy, Get this teenager new. life. I am telling you. And then, of course, Bella grows up so much faster because she has a 15 and a 17-year-old in the house. And it's like, I don't know so where hard. that, like, she's totally like a tween slash teen. She's only 10. It's nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. So, so anyhow, so we've got Amanda here today, and I'm super excited because yes. I like to call her my twin. <laughs> um, we do kind of have the same hair color, but we're very similar in our energy level and our chaos and yep. what we can handle and... Just how we act, and she acts a lot better than I do. But um, yeah, we won't go there right now. I don't need. I don't need to, you know, put myself down right now. But um, so let me let me kind of give you some like uh, history on Amanda. So I used to work for Not of This World Clothing. So many of you know that, and and um, C28.com or C28 stores. Um, you know, Christian Christian clothing store. Yeah. Uh, the biggest Christian clothing company kind of to ever hit. Um, And uh, the logo was the most applied car sticker in all of the U.S. Yeah. More, more car stickers than, than like any like Chicago Bears or like the San Diego Chargers, like anything. It was awesome. So that was a huge part of our our marketing. But anyhow, so Amanda's husband, he wasn't her husband at the time, used to work for me and his name was Will. And he was like (laughs) a Christian rapper. And he had this crazy testimony where like, he didn't have a voice, kind of like me. We actually both have very <laughs> scratchy voices. But how many surgeries has he had? Over 70, for sure. Insane. Yeah. So he basically, like, I, I don't even, we can't even get into it. We don't have enough time. But, I know. like, he basically, like, didn't have a voice. And so he would keep having surgeries. And so his, like, rapper name was Squeaky G, which he doesn't call himself that anymore. Right. We, 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 we crossed him over about three years ago. Yeah, he grew <laughs> up. So now he doesn't have Squeaky G. But he used to go and preach the gospel yeah. via, you know, not really spoken word, but more like he, he, rap. With his music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was prophesied over. 
he was like, I want to say 16 or 15. Yeah. That he would travel the world, preach the gospel and rap. And, you know, at that time in Christian culture, rap was not godly. Like rap is of the devil. Like we don't do that. There was just Toby Mac. Right. And so, (laughs) so like everyone's like rap and his mom's like rap. What do you mean? You know? And so he literally just started with like taking like secular rap songs and rewriting the, the to lyrics. Make them sound Jesus y. Yeah, to yeah. make to throw Jesus in there. And um really he he got a lot of opportunities because of his testimony. Sure. You know, and then kinda used music as an avenue. Sure, sure. To like, oh well I can do share my story but also, you know, entertain as well. Right. So that's cool. So that's when I knew him and he was a pistol. He is a pistol. This <laughs> kid, oh my gosh. He went on to become a pastor. We'll talk about that in a second. But um, so that's how I knew him. He worked for me at NOTW and people right. would just love him and they would come in and he would sell him all sorts of shirts and he would preach the gospel and lead him to Christ and he was just amazing. And so he got married to Amanda later on down yep. the line. And I remember he like posted a picture with her in it and I was like, dang Will you got yourself a hottie. Oh, my god! And so, you know, he tagged her or whatever. So I had been following her ever since. Yeah. And that it's been like a couple years. She didn't even know that I was – I was like a stalker, basically. <laughs> so she didn't even know that. She asked me last night. She goes, how long have you been following me for? And I was like, why do I feel like a stalker right now? You're like, a really long time. <laughs> a really long time. I never knew. Yeah, and I never knew because Amanda and I just started talking, what, like Four April? Yeah, five yeah. months ago. Five yeah, months. and we'll talk about that also in a second. But um, I reached out to her, and I was like, Hi, I'm Tracy, and your husband used to work for me, and I follow you, and I'm a stalker. So that's kind of how that went down. But yeah. I always knew, like, gosh, if I were to ever meet this girl, like, I feel like we would be best friends. Like, yes. you know, and, and it's 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 just funny because we totally clicked, and we finally just met yep. a couple of weeks ago in St. Louis before she burned my husband with a hot iron. Yes. Well, we have to tell that story. Oh, my gosh. I feel like we need to reenact that story on Facebook Live. Oh, absolutely. Russ might get scared, though. He might need therapy. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> it's so indicative to who I am. I'm, I'm just like... My mom always told me I was a bull in a china shop. Like, so in the funny. mornings, I'd get ready for school, and she'd be like, could you not slam every single stinking, like, you know, dish in the kitchen? You know, could you just be quiet? And I'm like, I don't even know what that's like. Yeah, you know? I don't know what it's like. Because I just come, and I'm like a hurricane, right? I go everywhere I go. But I'm also very clean. It's kind of a weird oxymoron. But I, I do. I'm kind of klutzy and just kind of like. Spastic. I'm spa- and, a spaz. Yeah, yeah. Total spaz. That's how what I always say. I'm like, I'm such a spaz. Yep. Like scary. Scary, scary, scary. <laughs> so um so anyways, so so that's how I know Will, her husband. Yeah. Um we you know, we had never met and and I actually I always say that Amanda ruined my batting average. And what we what we mean by that is um, you know, I'm a health coach, clearly. Everybody on the line knows this. Yeah. Um, but I, I really um, let my testimony speak for itself. And I don't really, up, I, I actually never approach people about their, you know, weight. I mean, you know, what am I going to say? Hey, what's going on? Your muffin top's banging today. Like, <laughs> do you need some help? Like, I don't do that. Like, I literally just put my story out yeah. there. And then people come to me if they're searching for hope. So, um, so anyhow... Amanda was about 40 pounds um, over where, you know, she wanted to be. And she has three kids. Mm -hmm. What, one, three, and five? One, three, and four? One, two, and four. One, two, and four. Yeah. Yeah. And a 17-year-old. And a 17-year-old, yeah. And a 17-year-old. And then she's married to Will, who's, you know, crazy. (laughs) And then she's in full-time worship ministry. They run a church. We'll talk about that in a sec. But... And she was just busy. So she was waking up at like 5 o'clock in the morning. And she's like a social media guru and Instagramming herself. And this girl, she was like, it's 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm at the gym. And she would be sitting in her car like almost in tears. And I can't remember if it was before you had gone into the gym or after you had gotten out of the gym. Probably before. And it was like a couple days in a row or like a couple days that week that I felt like I was watching her. And she was like, I'm miserable. I hate this. The weight's not coming off. And I'm going to like lose my noodle. And I just know I'm just going to keep doing this because I know it's going to work, meaning working out. Um, which we all know, like we try to do what we think we know is right and then it doesn't work, right? So um, finally I was like, I prayed for three days. 
I know you think you're probably being like, Tracy, just reach out to her. Like you have what she yeah. needs or whatever. You know, you can help her. But I don't like to do that. I don't like to be, like, I don't like to, you know, push myself on someone. I'm not selling anything. Like, I'm not right. like a weirdo, like, approaching everybody on the street. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Finally, I'm like, okay. The Lord's like, okay, just approach her. Like, she's super cool. She's your twin, whatever. So I literally reach out to you, and you're like, call me now. Yeah, And we, like, hooked up. And I remember I was, like, in Newport Beach because I had to take my kid to, to cheer and, um, Anyhow, I was, like, going to get my brows done or Botox or something. Anyways. And um, and uh, I was on my way into an appointment, and we had talked already for, like, 25 minutes. And we were, yep. like, yep. like, just talking and talking and talking. And then I went and got my treatment done. And then I came out, and um, and we talked, you know, more. And she was, like, I'm going to do this. Like, uh, if if you're saying this gonna, is going to work, right. I trust you. Like, I know Will's known you for a long time. Like, we did not even know each other. Right. And then there, what, in two two months, two and a half months, 40 pounds? Four months, 40 pounds. My yeah, first month was pounds. 16 pounds. Yeah. Okay, results. I always have to do this disclaimer. Results not typical. <laughs> right, yeah. Everyone's different. Yeah, Everyone's nobody, body's different. Nobody busts me, yeah. Um. But I, yeah. It's weird because we knew that Russ and Tracy had a crazy transformation story. Like, I remember vividly, like, laying in bed with Will <laughs> and, like, scrolling on Facebook. And he's like, oh, my gosh, Russ and Tracy lost a ton of weight. And I'm like, who are they? And he kind of shared the backstory. And then we were kind of, like, shrugging, like, huh, and then moved on. But maybe it was at the time when I didn't need that. Right, when right, we, right. You know, like, it was I think probably about two years ago when yeah. we were talking about it. And then I just never thought to reach out. Just, yeah. You know, I had tried everything, so... In my head, what can work for someone else probably isn't going to work for me. Right, that's right, kind of right. where I was at mentally. Like, well, and like maybe like six months ago, Will reached out and he and he like commented on like an Instagram story and he yeah. is like, um, clearly I've missed a lot. I don't know what the heck you guys are doing, but you look amazing and I'm so proud of you. Like, miss you or something. Yeah. And I was like, OMG, miss you too, squeaky G. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah. And um, <laughs> you know, and so that was that was that, and then we've been friends ever since. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's been really awesome. I mean, I, I'm i pretty open to things like, hey, let's try new things. Yeah. But I had no idea. Like, I, I don't know. I had no idea what this was going to do for my life. Yeah. You know, like Tracy just saw – it was like having someone, you know, see your blind spot, you yeah. know, like and have someone notice you. And yeah. that's a big deal because, like yeah. – so many women are out there and yeah. they're struggling and the only people that really see that is like their husband yeah. and you took the leap to say hey I see you and I want to help you it know? was really hard for me it was really hard for me like to, to to do that because I like I said I'm you know very my approach is a little bit different you yes. know and so I'm glad I, I would did. feel the same way I mean because I'm really not the type to you know, hey girl, you like you said, I know you need to lose weight. You know, yeah. like, I'm not going to yeah. do that to people. I see you've gained about 40 pounds. Yeah. You know, like, no, I'm so not like that. I'm not like that. I'm like, hey, this is me. This is what I did. Like, if you're looking for something, like, yeah, I, you know, it's job. cool. So, um, you know, and of course, that's what I, we call ourselves hope dealers. So that's what we, that's what we do. That's but right. let's talk about, um, Let's talk about life yeah. and how it's crazy. And ultimately, when life is crazy, our health gets put on the back, bur back burner, which That's is right. what we just talked about. So, um, you know, what does life – we talked about your kids a tiny bit. So yeah. tell us about your, your life really quickly as a, as a pastor's wife and in full-time, um, you know, ministry and, um, and your three little ones and your yeah. one big one and, and what that looks like. So, you know, when Tracy reached out to me, I've been in ministry – I mean, my whole life. I'm a pastor's kid since I was five years old. So, yeah. like, church is just what I do. It ebbs and flows out of me. I love the body of Christ. I love church. It's just what I do. So I've been in full-time vocational ministry, quote-unquote, yeah. right, for seven years. Um, I got ordained at 19 years old, actually. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just – I was, like, born 30, right? So, again – She's what, only 26. Where's the folks. disclaimer for that? Like, yeah. Don't do what I did if you're not like me. You know, like crazy, got married at 19, full-time ministry 19, just fast and furious, um, which I know that's what my husband and I have, we've always been that way. Even so, called to, yeah. Um, been doing ministry for a long time. You know, I have my, oops, I get married, and then I have my firstborn, and then I have my second, and like my weight pretty much bounced back. It really wasn't like an issue. I mean, I could like still eat whatever I wanted and lose the weight. Like, yeah. Yeah. What's the big deal? So then I had my third and he's only a year apart from my middle. And so not only did I have him, 
But now we're talking about moving to Bakersfield. So now we're talking about moving away from a church that I pioneered with my parents yeah. 13 years ago. And like, I what that is my ministry. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, our kids are just as much involved in all of our decisions more than we think. Right. So, and I knew Will and I were called to eventually get launched out, but yeah. I was not, I was like, oh, you maybe like 10 years. I mean, we just bought a house. Yeah. We just bought this gorgeous house. It's like my dream home right across the street from a park and an elementary school, like just beautiful. Right. Yeah. And so he's talking about Bakersfield and I'm like, what is wrong? I don't hear from God. So I'm not, he's not telling me that. So yeah. you're going to have to just ask him to tell me that. That's going to be a fun commute for you, Will. Right. No, literally, I was like, yeah, over my dead body, right? And so eventually I just softened up a little bit. I'm like, you know what? If we don't do this, if we don't take the leap, then, like, I'm not doing what I've always been taught. Like, my dad has always been a risk taker. Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't have pioneered their church 14 years ago. So I looked at my dad. I'm like, you talk about how we raise giant killers because we are giant killers. I need to do that. Yeah. Like I need to practice what I preach now and be a risk taker because I don't want to regret like, what if, what if we, right. never, you know? So I, not only did I have my third kid who was fast and furious from the get, like what I'm pregnant, oh gosh, there's no so way cute. bawling my eyes out with the pregnancy test. No, this can't happen. You know, maybe it's going to be a girl cause it's, a, it was an accident. Nope. Another boy. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, and um, they're so cute. Oh yeah. Oh. They're, they're cute. They're cu- And I love my boys. Like, you know, that whole, God doesn't give you what you want. He gives you what you need. I, yeah. I really feel like I needed boys. Like, yeah. I'm a total boy mom. Very, like, run my ship real tight. Anyways, <clears throat> long story short. So, full-time ministry for a long time, but now we're uprooting our whole family to Bakersfield. We have no family out there. No no connection to anyone except the senior pastors. And um, I was just... Honestly, I was just really upset and depressed. I was yeah. very sad. That's yeah. the emotion behind all of it. But... You know, I'm a mom. I got to raise these three kids. I got to take care of my husband. We have a huge ministry that we have to rebuild from the ground up, basically. So we just kind of, I use this phrase, we white knuckled a lot of stuff. Yeah. And one of those things was I just ate my feelings. I was so upset. I just ate whatever I wanted. Yeah. And would constantly tell my husband, I guess this is just not my season to be healthy. I guess. And he would kind of look at me like, what is that? What do you mean? Why are you speaking in code? Yeah, like. Uh, Amanda, if you don't stop now, you're going to keep spiraling downward, basically. Right. You know? I want. I found and this so, quote yesterday. I'm going to read it in a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just that's kind of where I was at. <clears throat> and really, it was just an excuse. Like, it's not working for me. I'm really sad and pissed off that I'm over here in Bakersfield. Yeah. And I'm just going to eat whatever the heck I want. Um, I saw so, this yesterday. It says, yeah. food is the most abused anxiety drug. Mm. Exercise is the most underutilized antidepressant. Yep. I, I still haven't gotten on the exercise to kick, yeah, but it yeah. definitely food is definitely the yeah. most abused anxiety drug. Absolutely, I mean it's just it kicks your butt. Well, and the problem with food is that, like, people who are addicted to drugs or alcohol, okay, you don't need that to live, right? Right. But we need food to live, so it's in front of us yeah. all the time. Yeah. So we have to make a decision every Choices. single time we eat. Stop, and, challenge, choose. <laughs> yeah, stop, challenge, choose every single day, six times a day or whatever. So I was just in a really really bad place emotionally and then you know we sought counseling which has been great so I was able to move through that and then Tracy reached out to me it's like the kind of like the stars were just aligning right God was just like I got you I'm gonna take care of you here's this I have an answer for you and so ministry is very and it's very emotionally draining you know people have no idea like People think that vocational ministry is just the dream and it is a dream I mean I'm not downplaying it at all but it is the most exhausting job um, emotionally, yeah. you know, um, not a whole lot of maybe physical labor, but like what people can draw out of you oh. is unreal. Yeah. And then also when they're, when you've got people there, they've got spirits we're dealing with and yeah. they've got baggage. And if you're not aware of that, they'll put the baggage on you and you don't even realize it. Yeah, and then boundaries. Yeah, yeah. And then you go home and you're fighting with your spouse. You're like, wait a second. We just did marriage counseling. Oh, that's because. There's a spirit involved here and we need to just calm down, you know, get in prayer and figure it out. So there's just a lot that is entailed with that. And then on top of that, I have three kids to raise and I'm a pastor's kid. So my biggest concern is always I don't want my kids to hate ministry because I put it before them. I've seen it time and time again. I'm a pastor's kid. And thankfully, I had an amazing 
structured home where my mom was very present with me. Yeah. Went, my dad went to all my ballet recitals, coached my brothers in Little League. So they were very involved in like yeah. normal life aside from ministry. So none of us hate ministry to this day. But I'm always like, I just don't want to ever get to that place where my kids hate ministry. because right. It's just a fear. That's yeah. all it is. And so anyways, there's just some things that I struggle with. But as I've kind of moved throughout and learned boundaries and yeah. learned that, like, at the end of the day, if I have to say no to something, that's just that's my decision. And if people don't like it and it's not popular, that's OK. Yeah. And that's kind of where even with now becoming a health coach and being able to really expand my ministry in a different way. Totally. Where, like, it's not just bound to four walls anymore. Yeah. It's. It's based not wild. On, yeah, it's crazy. I'm like, dude, I'm literally just giving people Jesus and also a tool now to get them healthy. Like, there's nothing better yeah. in the world yeah. because I love people. Yeah. So um, anyway, that's kind of just a little bit about my life. And my husband's a real intense go-getter. So we both really struggle with saying no. And he can attest to that. And so we really have to always kind of regroup. Yeah. Okay, what do we need to say no to? Okay, yeah. well, you know, we need to calm down. We can't because. Can't he, save the world one, you know. We can't save everybody, yeah. you know. And people are pulling on Will and I all day long, mm-hmm. you know, um, for different reasons. It's not one or the other. It's like we're kind of like in an arena back-to-back fighting, waging yeah. war. And yeah. so, um, but it's good. And then we have our teenage daughter. She came into our picture October 31st of last year. Yeah. Will was her youth pastor for years. So she just wasn't doing well in school, wasn't doing well just emotionally. Yeah. And, um, you know, her mom was just like, dude, I don't know what to do with with jazz. Like, I really, I have have no other answers. Like, I don't know how to help her, you know. And and Will just looked at me and he's like, let's have her live with us. And it was kind of wild how God had orchestrated it before just when, like that yeah because when when we were traveling to bakersfield just to kind of scope the land out she would come with us to help watch the kids like just because i don't i don't just know because just because like i trusted her i felt really good about her and like she loved my boys really well so god was already like setting the stage before we even knew it you know and so october 31st she came in and it was really hard at first because, I mean, any kind of change is hard, right? Yeah. Any transition, you're just like, oh, shoot. Okay, I got to think of jazz and taking her to school now. And, like, my kids aren't in school, so how does that work? Yeah. Um, and I have a one, two, and four-year-old, and they're all boys. And now I have a 17-year-old daughter, and I'm only 26. Yeah. I'm like, I'm 26 years old. But if it was easy, anyone could do it, you know? Yeah. And I've really that's kind of been our life motto in the last year and a half like if it was easy anyone would do this and yeah. it's not easy and that's no. why God's called us to it but I loved so. what you said um yesterday because obviously again you're my twin so we have a yeah. similar testimony you know we've got Kiana and Bella and that's my 10 and my 15 year old and we've got Haley and she's my 17 year old and that is you know that's my daughter yeah you know she you know God gave me her as a goddaughter yeah. years and years and years ago and um just through you know life and, and things that happened um you know like you said last night, jazz needed an environment change. Yeah. And sometimes it's just that simple. Yeah. They just need an environment change. And sometimes they need a different shot at life, you yeah. know? And um, Different friendships. Different, yeah, different just, family dynamic, yeah. different whatever. And, and thank God that he puts people in places to, to do that because he loves his children. And, yeah. and, and it doesn't look like that for everybody. But, um, I mean, you know, thank God that, that we both have that spirit of, you know, just wanting to be moms and and, yes. and it just worked. So Jazz is so blessed to have you. Oh, and we're, it's crazy because like about two months in, God was really dealing with me about how like I really needed her. Like I didn't know how much I needed her. Yeah. Until she came to the picture and I'm like. And you're not just talking about needing her, like watching the kids. I mean, talk no, a little bit about that. emotionally like, yeah. you know, so I don't know if you guys have heard of the five love languages, right? Oh, yeah. But one of my top ones is acts of service. Yeah. Like if you do for me, I will, I feel so loved. Like like letting you borrow my jumpsuit? Letting you borrow, yes, the jumpsuit. Oh, so fierce. Yeah. That or, did a lot for you. It really did. Yeah. I, like little things like that and <laughs> dishes. Yeah. <laughs> Vacuuming, I don't know, cleaning up the home or getting the kids ready for bed to help me. Like lo- l- lending a hand yeah. goes really far with me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so... Jazz was just very proactive in that. Yeah. You know, she did everything I asked her to do. And and 
it was, I don't know, just this like ebb and flow relationship. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. And then she's my little photographer now too. She takes all my photos. I for know. Me. And she does so good. And she loves it. She has that eye. She totally has an eye for it. She loves it. And so we are just a good balance. It's like, She's, I don't know. There's just no ick, no, like, weird girl stuff. It's, like, yeah. kind of wild how. No drama. Yeah, no drama at all. Um, and she's just, I didn't know how much I needed that. Like, yeah. I really just needed a friend. Yeah. And I needed, like, a piece of home with me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so. What's so funny, too, is that, you know, Amanda's staying at my house for a couple of days till she gets air conditioning. And ironically enough. Our air conditioning broke upstairs, <laughs> and it's like 90 degrees up there. But don't worry. Amanda oh. and the kids and, and are downstairs. But um, both of our 17-year-olds, Haley and Jazz, are at home watching the three boys. Yeah. And it was so funny. So so my Haley is, like, not, like, a super-duper, like, touchy-feely kind of gal. Yeah. Um, unless it's her boyfriend. Then she wants to, like, you know, hug on him all the time. Right. But, um, <laughs> and super cute. But um, she had never really, like, held a baby before. Like, and so last night we come in and it's like chaos and the dogs are running everywhere and their suitcases outside yep. and it's like nuts. And I look at Haley and I just, I give, I gave her Zayden. Yeah. And she was like, ah, ah, I've never do? done this before. And I go, I go, just pick him up and have his legs go around your waist. He yeah. knows what to do. Right. And she was like, okay. And she was just standing there. And she's, like, walking back and forth. She goes, this is not as hard as I thought it would be. Right? <laughs> it was so, and he was so, he's so cuddly. Oh and he'll go to gosh, anybody because he's just, like, he's Mr. Independent. He's like, yeah. oh, yeah, sure, you want to hold me? Well, and you're in ministry. So at church on Sundays, everybody's oh, wanting to, like, hold the kids and love the kids and, and all that fun everybody. stuff. Everybody. Yeah, they get tons of attention. So that's, yeah. they're not going to be lacking in that anytime yeah. soon. So I'm uh, super proud of her. And then she even said it was a really big compliment that she really yes. loved my kids. Like, she doesn't like kids. Yeah. But there's something about my kids. I'm like, wow, that makes me feel so good. Yes. <laughs> because sometimes as a mom, you can feel like your kids are a burden. And I was sharing yeah. that with Tracy. And um, and Russ and I are like, you've got three boys. Like, you know, we've always, I love being a girl mom. Yeah. Okay, disclaimer again, like I am not saying <laughs> I do not love being a mom of girls, but we've always wanted, you know, I've, I've, my heart's desire is all, and people that know me well know that I've struggled with that. Like I've always wanted a boy. Right. You know, and it's like, I just, so for Russ and I to have three boys in the house, oh. like, it's like. Russ you know, was in heaven last night. Oh, in heaven. He's probably so bummed that he leaves to go out of town tomorrow. He's I like, know. oh, man, there's these three kids in my ass. We'll have they're to do so night cute. swimming again with s'mores. So yes. fun. Yes, so cute. Zion, so cute. They yeah, were, they're oh, like loving in heaven. It. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so we have yeah. a couple minutes before okay. we go to break, but I want to talk about, um, you know, you talk about being a pastor's kid and stuff like that, but yeah. you're actually adopted. Yes, I am. And so just give us like the, the couple minute rundown. You don't have to get into the nitty gritty, but um, talk about that real yeah, quick and so, how you just, you know, met your, maybe it'll go more than two minutes, but. Yeah. So I actually, my, I am biologically my mom's daughter, but my dad came into our, the picture, I think I was three months old. Crazy. My mom and dad met and it's kind of wild because he always, you know, he openly shares this, that like when he met my mom. Um, he, she was picking up from base. From, he was in the Marines. She was actually picking up her cousin Jeff from base, and Jeff was best friends with my dad. Yeah. And he was, you know, hey, Eve, can can Ken come and, like, crash for a few days because he lives in the south and needs somewhere to stay. She's yeah. like, sure, stay at my house, whatever. I have a baby, but that, that's yeah. okay. So they're getting in the car, and she hands me to him, to my dad. Yeah. And, like, in that moment, God told him, this is your daughter. Like, crazy and he had just got saved given his life to the lord my mom had just given her life to the lord so wild how that all worked out so i was 18 months old when i was finally like officially, officially adopted. adopted and my parents have always been open about it which is awesome so i've never felt like lied to right or you know oh you know what is this what do you mean i'm not your biological daughter you know yeah. and so um yeah he's been my dad i mean there's so much more to a dad than just the genes. Yeah. But I, um, in the last few years, I've just been kind of, I wonder what my biological dad looks like. Like, I never um, even had like seen you. a picture. Yeah, I never seen a picture, dude. Like, that's kind of wild. How'd you find him? Did you, had your mom kept track of him? So I had a, like, heart to heart with my mom, and I'm like, listen, you know, I, I would never do anything without your involvement because this is very much your story as it is mine. Yeah. So I want to know, is this okay? <clears throat> that I <clears throat> kind of figure out who he is and maybe eventually meet him. And she's like, of course. Like, yeah, I was just waiting for you to be ready. Like, they yeah. would never put that pressure on me. So, of course, none of them have Facebook, which is wild. I'm like, who doesn't have a Facebook? So none of them, not even his his brother, his 
parents, like none of them have Facebook. So um, I reached out to his half-brother, Coleman, which my mom remembered because they like hung out, what, 25 years ago? Oh, my gosh. And he's from, he's also, this is a really cool Australian dude, you know, and I message him and I'm like, hey, uh, my name is Amanda, you know what I mean, 26 years ago. I'm your niece. My mom, Eve, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, my gosh, we've been waiting for you. Literally, like we have been waiting for you to reach out all this time. I can't wait to meet you. This is exciting. I can't even because they all knew that I was born. Yeah, right. So what happened kind of backstory is um, my mom got pregnant. Dave, my biological father, was um, not saved at the the time and really broken. And so my mom got pregnant and he was like, listen, I can't be a dad. I got to go do this. I can't. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't even know how to be a dad. I don't even know where to start. He was only 22. So yeah. he was really young. And so I was born. And then she said, basically, like, if you're not going to be involved, like, I'm not going to have this half in half out deal. So sign your rights away. Cause I don't want her to like be emotionally torn. Yeah. So he signs his rights away. I think I was <clears throat> maybe a few months old. Well, I, might, I had to have been cause I just, she met my dad. And then anyways, so, um, yeah, so because he signed his rights away and then because my dad adopted me, you know, he had to, like, sign a waiver or, like, agreement Crazy. for him to adopt me, right? So he knew that I was adopted from, yeah. you know, when I was two yeah. years old. Um, and he actually did write a letter to my dad thanking him <clears throat> for being the father that wow. I needed. And, wow. and because a year after I was born, he got saved at a harvest crusade. So God totally has... Thank you, great glory. Yes, God has totally restored his life. Anyway... 25 years later, I finally, I'm just like, you know, I have my own family now. I have these boys. My oldest son looks a lot like me. And I'm just like, I wonder if he looks like my biological dad. You're a twin. Yeah. Seriously. It's wild. So my mom's like, yeah, let's do this. So she's helping me like find Coleman and find him on LinkedIn or whatever. And so then I write him this massive email and I'm just like, listen, like, you know, I just want you to know I forgive you. Yeah. And I, I would love to meet you. I don't know if you're even open to that. And did he respond in like five minutes or like it took he a while? He took a while. Yeah. But I. And like I, a while, like a day? Like a, a week. <gasps> so that was really hard. OMG that caps was, lock. Mind you, this is all happening while we're about to move to Bakersfield. So I forgot to mention that might have been some of the cause to my weight gain. Maybe because I was an emotional mess total ding-dongs and ho-hos dude literally like pizza oh yeah up and down up and down i'm gonna meet this man who's literally my biological father i've never even seen in a picture like and and so he gets back to you so he gets back to me and we meet actually in san bernardino um at i think it's an outback or something and um his wife was really involved as well she actually contacted me she was kind of the mediator because it was a lot for him I think emotionally as well. I mean, there's a lot of buried emotions there, right? That you keep buried for 20 plus yeah. years. And then here, here I come. Here we are. We're going to get emotional healing. Like that, like that, that, that yeah, crazy God. spaz. A spaz. Yeah, here like, I am. Hurricane hey, coming in. So. I'm your daughter. Yeah. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Good to see you. <laughs> Good to see you. We look exactly the We're, same. Yeah. You're, I'm literally looking at my like twin. So uh, we meet and. It was wild. Will was there. So it was yeah. him and his wife and then me and Will too, which was great. Like having my husband there as support. Totally. Was he, I didn't know that I needed that. I really needed that. And so um, my husband's, you know, he's so funny. I, I still tease him. I'm like, you he basically so talked the whole time, Will. Yeah, I was just going to say, did he let you talk? No. Like I'm like, so Dave knows all about you. Great. <laughs> but I also think it was good because. A good buffer. Yeah. It was a good buffer because I, I don't even really. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I was so uncomfortable and just yeah. kind of like, so I think he was trying to like overcompensate for that. Yeah. And, and, so. and so we're going to go to break in like 30 yeah. seconds, but so, so now you have met your Dave, your yeah. biological dad, yeah. but your dad who raised you and yeah. is actually dad, it's still dad. It didn't yeah. change a thing. No. And he never was threatened by that, which is wild. Cause everyone would be like, how does your dad feel? And yeah. I'm like, he's no, actually he's super yeah. cool. Like he's, yeah. Because he has his past and his whole thing was if I ever had a child that was out there that was trying to reach out to me, I would never want to get in the way of, of, of that. And, and Eve, you know, my mom would never be like, no, you can't come into our family. Like, of course. So yeah. he was just like, listen, I've made mistakes too. Yeah. And in essence, he always felt like I was his restoration because wow. he was party to abortions in his past. Oh, and so he gosh. felt like God would had restored that by bringing me into the picture. It's just crazy. Crazy. 
Yeah, so my dad is great. Okay, we're going to go to break. (laughs) Break. (laughs) Just for a couple minutes so we can breathe. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is Hope Radio 24-7. Online at www.hoperadio247.com. Cue the Music Entertainment provides professional entertainment for your weddings, birthdays and anniversary parties, retirement parties, holiday parties, bar and bat mitzvahs and quinceaneros, debutante balls, graduation parties, welcome home parties, and so much more that include DJ, hosting, special lighting, and even a photo booth. Serving the Inland Empire, Los Angeles, Orange, and San Diego counties, contact us today at 888-580-7979 or 714-865-5086. And make sure to visit our website at www.thelettercuthemusicdj.com. That's www.thelettercuthemusicdj.com. Because when it's time to celebrate, it's time to cue the music. Thanks for listening to Hope Radio 24-7. We really appreciate you listening. But have you ever missed a show and wondered where you could go listen to it again? All you have to do is access our podcast site. There's a couple different ways to get there. First, you can go to networkcmo.com backslash Hope Radio 247. Or you can actually go to our website at hoperadio247.com and access our podcast page just by pushing the podcast button. Or you can access it through our phone app. You can access through the App Store or Google Play and download it from there. Just type in Hope Radio 247 and download the app that says Pixel Arc. You can download any of our shows and share them with your friends. And once again, thank you for listening to Hope Radio 24-7. Hey guys, I want to thank and introduce you to my friends down at Animal Medical Center of Corona. Dr. Bart and his crew down there have believed in Hope Radio 247.com since the very beginning. And they have been one of our very first sponsors at our very brand new radio station. So, if you guys are looking for a little modern medicine with old-fashioned care, go see Dr. Bart at 91 East Grand Boulevard, right here in Corona. Tell them Sean sent you. Their telephone number is 951-493-6771. Again, their address is 91 East Grand Boulevard, Corona, California. Telephone number 951-493-6771. Like I said, tell them Sean sent you. Godspeed, my friends. Hey, everyone. This is Sean Kelly from the Hours of Hope Radio Show, and I'm just here to tell you about something near and dear to my heart and one of the main reasons why we have Hope Radio 247com Hope Recovery Center is a faith-based outpatient recovery center who helps people with any hurt, habit, or addiction. The services we provide here are free of charge and available to anyone. We found the vast majority of people, they don't need a professional psychiatrist. What they really need is someone to listen to them, someone to love them, and to be part of something, a family in particular. For more information, call 951-603-0031. Again, the number is 951-603-0031. Or visit our website at www.hoperecoverycenterinc.org. As I always say, Godspeed, my friends. We are back with a little social media snafu. This is why I need an assistant. So those of you that know me know that I lost my assistant um, slash life organizer, um, Fenella, 
because she went into full-time ministry. Gosh, darn it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> super proud of her and all those things. But um, she usually, from her home, shares everything to all the social media outlets. Well, mm-hmm. the computer in here is really slow. And I was logged into somebody else's Facebook, which I didn't realize. So then I went to share everything. And then I got oh. fumbled. And I had like a minute and a half left. And I shared. I didn't even share it to my own Facebook page. Like a Shoot. boob. So, anyhow, so now it should be live on my own Facebook page because, Well, know. they'll get the second half, and then they can rewatch it later. Yeah. So. I'm sure because everybody has time like that, so. Anyhow. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Good night. We have some pretty good nuggets we're sharing, you know. Um, so, talk to me a little bit about love. Talk to me about how you met your husband. And I'm totally um, leaving the part where he annoyed you. <laughs> Maybe you weren't going to talk about that. No, I, I mean, I'm an open book. Trace, I know, so I know. So anything I share with anyone typically is most people know. So let me so, just set the stage really quick. Yeah. Will worked for me, and he is a spaz, just like Amanda, but in a different way. Yes. And so um, <laughs> hopefully you guys will go to her Facebook page and kind of scroll down and watch some of Will's um, preaching videos because he oh, he's phenomenal. is phenomenal. Yeah. And the energy in the room and the spirit is just like, Dude, that kid slangs Jesus. Like, it's crazy. So um, he is just, I don't even know how to explain him. So tell me how you met him. So I was in a wedding. Okay, let me just backtrack, actually. Did you catch the bouquet? I caught the bouquet. No, I didn't. So my my dad's a pastor, as you guys, I don't know if you guys know that. My dad's a pastor. um, And so... In our church, we have um, this guy named Juan, who is, I call him Juan Father, because he's been, like, in our life for forever, and he was our communications pastor at the time. His daughter, Camille, lived in Arizona. Okay, Okay. you you guys got to follow me here. His daughter lived in Arizona. Will also lived in Arizona at the time, and they were all going to the same church. He was rooming with this guy named Charlie. All right, so they all go to this church in Arizona, and Camille gets engaged to Charlie. Okay. And so. Will's roommate. Yeah. And so I'm close with Camille because I've known Juan and their family for years. So she asked me to be in the wedding. I'm like, of course. And so Juan and I are like, we're at their house one night just hanging out. And we're scrolling on Charlie's Facebook page. We're like, okay, who is this guy? Because they got engaged real quick. Yeah, you were like, we're totally like stalking him. Yeah, totally stalking like him. Yeah, of course. People do it. It's so funny because people oh, yeah. will like. They'll message me. I know it's weird. You don't know me. I'm like, that's not weird. I literally follow people I don't know. Yeah, all the time. time. Yeah. <laughs> don't social worry, media boo. I got you. The game. Yeah, social media. It's like it's normal now. So anyway, we're scrolling and we're like, who is this guy? So then I scroll and I see Squeaky G. I'm like, what the heck? Who is that? Like, that's a different name, you know? <laughs> so I click his page and we're so now Juan and I are looking at Squeaky G's page, right? Yeah. And I'm like. Wow, he's kind of cute. He is really cute. I'm like, he's really cute. There's like little Puerto Rican flags, and he's like traveling, and he's doing his hip hop thing. I'm like, wow, he's really cool too. You know, yeah. so much cooler than me. <laughs> Such and a he has dork. cool shoes. Yeah, the shoes, and like, so I watched one of his videos where he's like all amped up just sharing the love of God, like sharing Jesus to people in the Philippines, and I'm like, dude, this kid like really loves God, like legit he's just going for it and he's only 22 years old yeah mind you and i had been going to a christian college thinking i freaking never would meet anyone because everyone's a bum even though yeah. it's a christian college it's like everyone's just mediocre and i'm like yeah. i am not gonna be with a mediocre christian sorry not gonna happen that's not me and so i just thought i literally had just told my parents i guess i'm just gonna go to school for four years and then go to bible college for two years after that and never get married like it literally was like at 19 years old, yeah, you're 19. like, my life's over. Dude, I know. I'm never going to meet anyone. So dumb, right? It's like really Amanda drama. So anyways, Camille finds out through her dad that I thought Will was cute. So then Camille's like, oh, my gosh, they'd be so cute together. Oh, my gosh, they'd be great. And Will is just like in bed sleeping. He knows nothing he about He knows this. nothing. Yeah. And nor does he even, he's not even thinking about like a girl or a relationship, you know? He's just ministry-minded, focused, like very focused. And so Camille goes, hey, Will, you should add this girl, Amanda, on Facebook because she's going to be in my wedding and you guys are probably going to walk down the aisle together. So just to like make sure it's not weird, add her on Facebook. I'm in college at this point. I'm in San Diego. She calls me, hey, just so you know, I had Will add you on Facebook or Squeaky G, but his name's Will. Okay, so just call him Will. And I was like, okay, 
So he adds me on Facebook. I send him this big old message. And you call your mom and you're like, Mom, I might get married now. Mom, I, know I just I, met my husband. Yeah, just kidding. Yeah. I know last week I told you that I was never going to get married <laughs> and the next six years of my life were planned, but I may get married now. But this is going to happen. FYI. Yeah. So I add him or he adds me and then I write him this big old message. Hey, my name's Amanda. You know, I love Jesus and so do you. Like, <laughs> so. Oh, Cordy. Stop it. Oh, yeah. Do you have the message still? I don't. I'm so mad. I I don't, I think because it was so long ago. I mean, I could probably scroll back and find it, but who knows? I'm pretty sure it's still there because I have messages from like 2011 still. No way. Oh, yeah. Like I'll go in and someone will reach out to me about something and I'm like, oh my gosh, the last time I talked to this person was 2011. Honestly, yeah. No, what happened is... He changed his name. a different Facebook. Yeah, and he doesn't have it anymore. So sad. Okay. So anyways, I messaged him this long thing, and then he messages me back. Hey, what's up? Like, yeah, yeah, I travel, and all caps. Yeah. So annoying. (laughs) I'm like, why is he writing to me? In all caps. Like, this is how I'm thinking. Like, what is this dude's deal? What is wrong with this Is he screaming at all times or what? Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Does he feel like he's preaching right now or rapping or whatever he does in the Philippines? So, like, we just keep going. We're going and I'm I'm telling him about my life and he's telling me about his life and we're just messaging every single day. So, eventually, we get each other's numbers. Yeah. Eventually, we start getting on the phone with each other. And then I heard his voice and I was like, oh, I'm freaking sold, dude. His voice is so... Raspy. Just buttery you know like this oh yeah I'm so like (laughs) yeah so sexy you know (laughs) but um so we just we literally met I want to say we met five weeks after we started talking for the first time he was preaching in La Puente at his dad's church yeah and my entire family took that Wednesday night off my dad's a pastor mind you so he has like obligations to his church but no we're all gonna meet this dude that a man is crazy about overkill Overkill. We always do everything overkill. So my whole family drives from Beaumont to La Puente. I drive from Point Loma to La Puente to hear Will preach. We all met at the same time. I met his whole entire family the same time, and they met my whole family all on the same night. <laughs> Did you know you are going to marry him? Yeah. Hearing him preach, I was sitting there, and I'm like, yep, this is my husband. And I told my mom that. She could vouch for me. I was in the car driving home, and I'm like, Mom. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to be my husband. And she's like, really? Even though last week. <clears throat> yeah, even though just two days ago. <laughs> even though just two days ago. In the last 24 done, hours. I was going to become a nun. Because all Christian be boys are bums. Yeah. Celibate for the rest of my life. <laughs> clearly, clearly, you've got many children. Yes, clearly that did not happen. Yeah. So we ended up going to Disneyland the next day. And he's treating me like a friend. Or a sister, and I'm like, what the heck? You're like, I'm going to marry you. Yeah, I'm like, we've been talking every freaking day for the last five weeks, and you're going to, like, fist bump me right now? You know, like. This is annoying. Give me something. But he, again, like, he was not really, he didn't know how to date. He didn't know how to do that. That was, like, out of his norm. Yeah. You know, and so I called him on the way to San Diego, and I'm like, just so you know. I really like you. And I just throwing that out there, and I feel like you treated me like crap today, and I don't know what is wrong with you, but you just need to know. Cats out of the bag. I don't want a fist bump. Yeah. And he's like, okay, yeah, I really like you too. And I'm like, you do. <laughs> do you now? He's like, you're psycho. Yeah. But I then, might like and you. And I'm such a psych. I'm such a spaz. So then like three weeks later, I call him and I'm like, well, we're still talking, obviously. And I'm like, oh, just so you know, if you propose to me, I'll say yes. I'm just throwing that out there. Three weeks later. So then five like months. single white female. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. So then five months after we met, we got married. Like, Five months. Oh, my gosh. You're kidding. No, we met in February. Wait, no, no. We talked, started talking in February, met in April. No, five months when we got engaged, we got married. April, we got engaged. We got married in September. It it doesn't matter. It was less than a year, people. Like, that's nuts. Oh, my gosh. 19 years old, walking down the aisle with a man I don't even know. (laughs) But I know him because I know his heart. I, I was just telling Haley this morning, like, there's just something that clicked with him. Yeah. And Oh yeah, I heard you guys talking he, about that. He there was just I like as much as there were things that kind of annoyed me about him cuz he was just immature. Let's yeah. just be I mean, a 22-year-old man is not mature fully developed yet. Let's yeah. just be honest. Like yeah. and he was kind of like, you know, prideful. 
totally You're prideful in the fame in yeah. the spotlight and i had to like kind of sit him down and be like dude like you're annoying no because people would come up to me you're so lucky i'm like what am i freaking chopped liver are you kidding me i he's lucky to have me you know yeah. what i mean like yeah, that, yeah yeah i will raise this flag yeah. you know and so <laughs> gosh you know that anyway so I was annoyed, Tracy. I was like, these people think he's just like, what is he, Jesus? Yeah. He ain't Jesus to me, you know? Yeah. And I'm very, like, strong, independent woman. Yeah. So it irritated me. So, but God specifically told me, like, this is not going to be like this forever. Yeah. You guys are meant to be together because your hearts are in the same place. And, like, you guys, all the big things that mattered were there. You know, right. we were in agreement on. Right, right, right. So... Yeah, wild. I mean, our first year was awful. It was awful. We we just fought all the time. Doors getting punched. It was not good. Like we I mean, I was 19 years old and I'm the firstborn, so I'm genetically selfish. It's like yeah. in me to think everything revolves around me, right? Every anyone who knows of firstborns, I'm sorry. We're very independent and we get crap done, but we also kind of can be selfish. Right. So, I was selfish. Will was kind of into himself. It's not a good combination. Kind so, of yeah, totally into himself. And <laughs> you're so funny. He's going to hate, hate I know. Me. He loves me. That's okay. So, um, but, like, God had just grown. We just grew up together. I yeah. mean, bottom line. Yeah. We grew up together. We worked through it. And we loved God. And God yeah. was at the center of it. And yeah. honestly, like, that's what we tell people. We're like, dude, if Jesus isn't at the center, it's just not going to work. So yeah. get your crap together. Get in your word. And, like, be, you know, Marriage is all about being Jesus to one another and yeah. serving each other, and it's freaking hard. It's yeah. so, I almost just did a post the other day about how marriage is so hard. Oh, like, friend, hardest job I've ever had. Hardest, hardest job. And, and you know, I uh, there's one thing that I always live by is if you want to serve Jesus wholeheartedly, stay single. If you want to be like Jesus, get married. Oh, that's good. That's from a book, Sacred Marriage by... Say it again. If you want to serve Jesus wholeheartedly. If you want to serve Jesus wholeheartedly, stay single. Stay single. If you want to be like Jesus, get married. Because it truly does uh, just transform you and, and really teach you selflessness. It's just laying your life down every single day. You know, because it's the opposite of love is selfishness. It's not hate. It's yeah. selfishness, bottom line, because we want to do what we got to do, right? Yeah. I have my hopes and dreams, and I have my agenda, and yeah. who are you to tell me what to do, and blah, 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 yeah. the story, I mean, a vicious cycle. So to really say that, you know, how can I meet your need? Yeah. How can I lay down my dreams to lift up yours? I mean, that's really hard. That's, really hard. So that's that's love. I mean, honestly, and we're, we're not perfect. We're going on, I think it's seven years this September. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Three kids later. Then you throw kids in the mix. I mean, geez, like you thought you were selfless. No, you're not. Oh, you've <laughs> throw got poop a child. on your face. Yes. And yeah. Oh, totally. They don't care. They, like they do not care about you. There's like on the back you. of every knuckle yep. and they're, you know, yeah, it's bad. So then like. Kicking you while you sleep. Yeah. We just grew up, you know, and I've grown so much. And then we just started going to marriage counseling this last year and it's transformed our marriage. Yeah. Bottom line. Like. We just were not communicating the right way. It's not that we weren't communicating. It's that we weren't communicating the right way. And we really, through counseling, really realized, like, Will and I see the world so different. I mean, it's night and day. But instead of being angry about it, yeah, we've learned to, like, really appreciate that. Like, where I'm weak, he's strong. Yeah. Where he's weak, I'm strong. Yeah. We can, like, really help overcompensate for the areas that we lack in, you know? So. Yeah. Instead of getting mad at Will because he he's so funny how he, like, shoots information. He shoots information, like, point D, point A, point F. Point, like, it's random. Yeah. And I'm sequential. I'm like, give me what matters most up front. Yeah. A, B, C, D. Right? Yeah. That's how I think. And so and when he's we, like, well, there's this and there's this and there's this. Literally. There's this. He'll be like, he talked to a guy one day and he's like, uh, yeah, I talked to this guy and he was prophesying over me. His name's Albie. He's a great guy. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to fly a jet. And I'm like, literally, I just couldn't even process You're that. You're like at the flight simulator place? Like what? I couldn't process it. So then I told him, I'm like, listen, you have to like warm me up to that. Like you have to like sequentially get me to that place, yeah. you know, like lead up to that. Don't just shoot it from the get, you know, but he doesn't process like that. He's just kind of, you know, trigger, 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 you know? Yeah. So in counseling, you know, needless to say, we just really have grown a lot and we've grown up together. 
And I think you mean, love really is a choice. Yeah. You choose to love each other yeah. even when you're so freaking pissed and you're just done. You're not done because yeah. that's not what Christ has called us to, to do. And yeah. we take, you know, as long as the spouse is taking care of your emotional, physical, and, you know, spiritual needs, I think, you know, and vice versa, you can work it out. And if Christ is at the center, you can work it out. Yeah. So, and sometimes I don't even think all three of those needs can get met no. sometimes. You oh, know? absolutely not. And, we, and it's, it's like, a juggling uh, act. Yeah. It's like, uh, I'm really lacking on I this. I don't think on any given week I meet all three of those needs for rest. No, no. <laughs> Hello. Broken. Hi. hi. Seriously. No. Yeah. And, and that's where I'm like, we're, it's, it's just a, it's just about a juggling act. And yeah, it's funny because I'm so strong very strong and one thing I've really learned is like people will tell me like hey who's the boss and I'm like Will's the boss yeah he wears the pants yeah I, like it's so weird because they they get they think that oh because I'm an independent strong woman that oh I lead the home and it's like no that's out of order that's not biblical yes I'm yeah. strong and yes I get crap done and yes I'm a little demanding yeah okay I, I admitted it wow here we go counseling with Tracy <laughs> no um but I mean, just because, like, just because I'm a strong, independent woman doesn't mean there's not order in the home. Yeah. My husband leads our family. Yeah. If he didn't, I wouldn't have moved to Bakersfield. Yeah. And, but I said, you know what? You're the leader of our home. So You important. have a relationship with God, and I'm going to yep. trust you. Yeah. That's Spiritual huge. Spiritual leader and the, yeah, all that fun stuff. Yeah. It's, it's crucial, for sure. It is, you yeah. know? And, and to, as a strong woman, to say that, it's, it is hard. But yeah. at the end of the day, like, I don't really want to wear the pants. My like, girlfriend geez. my girlfriend was on Facebook the other day, and she made this comment um, about her husband. And she was praising, publicly praising her husband about how amazing um, he is. I'm just going to put it out there. It was Shauna Lowther and her husband, Jason. And someone said something, and she goes, he wears the pants. I just choose what color. Oh, that's and good. And I thought, how cute is that? Mm-hmm. That is so, so, so good. That is totally <clears throat> me. We have three minutes. Oh, gosh. This, this that hour went by went way really too quick. fast. Oh, my gosh. Um, if you could just tell me really quickly how changing your health has changed your life with your husband and your kids, but yeah. literally we have two minutes and yeah. 45 seconds. I know it brought you out of a hole so that you can yeah. do things better. So just talk about what getting healthy has done for your mindset and your actual life. I'm just, honestly, I'm, I'm happier. I mean, I've asked more well, energy, more energy. I feel good when I go out, I put clothes on and I'm not disgusted Versus being naked. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, I mean, I couldn't even look in the mirror after getting out of the shower. I know that's like TMI, but, and honestly with, with this, you know, meal program and the coaching thing, like I get to give that to other moms that felt where I was at. Yeah. So crucial. that's huge to me. I, I just, I get on the phone with these moms and they're crying to me. I'm like, I literally was just there crying to my health coach on the phone. I know. It's, I didn't even know you. And I'm like, "Ah," you know, and so I just, I don't know. There's just this newfound confidence that I really kind of lost for a while. And, and regardless of weight loss, I mean, I just was telling Russ last night, like I've never felt so encouraged in my entire life. Like people are just, you're an amazing person, Amanda. And I'm like, why have I stopped believing that? Yeah. Cause like in high school, one of my teachers told me you're going to be the next president of the United States, Amanda. Yeah. And so I would get compliments or encouragement like that. But for whatever reason, you you know, with motherhood and oh, the, yeah. all the duties, you kind of lose yourself. We put on the back burner. Yeah. We put, put on the back burner. And I really feel like with this, with my health being what it is now, I I just, re- I've rediscovered who I am. Yeah. It's like, you know what? Yeah. I love who I am. We get lost under all that. We do. We yeah. do. I mean, and in ministry, everyone else's needs are before your own and... Your kids are before you because you have to take care of them. And I just, I finally am winning in my health. The world the world tells us that it takes a huge tweak to to get healthy. Yeah. But with what we do, it's actually just a small tweak. You don't even have to think about it. I don't even have to think. Um, and the world tells you you have to diet and exercise Seriously. and this and count this and count that. And it's like with this, it's like you don't even need to think. I don't have to. Th- and, and that's all need I needed. exercise. No and, more 5 a.m. Instagram stories. Dude, and honestly, exercise is great. It is. It's totally a habit of health. But I'm like, in that regard, that's not on my, In I don't have room on my plate right for now. exercise right now, and that's fine. Yeah. You um, will. You will. I soon. will eventually as my kids grow up yeah. and stuff, but the fact that I was able to lose the weight and not have to exercise is yeah. tremendous for me yeah. because I needed that. Yeah. I just needed to fit into my clothes better. Yeah. I needed to be Get able to put a bathing back. suit on. 
and feel like a million bucks. And get your have energy. energy. Yeah. So, and it's also helped just my mental health. Honestly, yeah. I'm not a raging lunatic anymore because I'm not angry anymore. Yeah. And I can actually love people because I love myself again. Okay. Mic drop. If these mics go. weren't so expensive, we'd be dropping them. Yep. We're done. We're done. <laughs> Healthy Soul Radio. We're out. Yay. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming, you guys. I hope if this made a difference to you, you share it. Yes. Because people need to hear what we have to say. Yep. That's right. Okay. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs>